0: Welcome back to another episode of Explore Messiah with Saddaka Ministries. As we always say, please know that this will be the one place where you can always ask the tough questions about God, Messiah, and the spiritual issues of life. We might not always know the answer, but we will explore it together until we discover the truth. I apologize for the long delay since the last episode of Explore Messiah with Sadaka Ministries, I have been traveling around the country, sharing this message, and have not had time to record a podcast until now. However, I promise to try to do better in the future, because the questions we are exploring here are too important to leave hanging, especially this one that we are exploring today, because it is it is simply, what is... Biblical social justice, social justice. Why do so many Christians and churches consider the term social justice to be an oxymoron at best and a precursor to socialism, dun, 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 or Marxism, dun, 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 at worse? Why does this term scare people? Some would argue that groups such as Antifa have co-opted the term for their own purposes and corrupted it. And there's some truth there. Others would argue that Republicans and conservatives have no empathy or concern for those less fortunate. Eh, Who is right? So what exactly is social justice? And is there a difference between it and the idea of biblical social justice if so what should be our response and should it matter what term we use well let's look at that idea the united nations international forum for social development that's a mouthful isn't it in 2006 defines social justice as the following deriving from equality of rights for all people and the possibility for all human beings without discrimination to benefit from the economic and social progress disseminated and secured through international cooperation. Now, this sounds like an idealistic concept or goal, but is it really possible in today's world? When one turns on the television or reads the news on the Internet, because who watches the television for the news anymore, one sees the devastation in Yemen, Syria, and all throughout Africa. And one cannot help but wonder if the grandiose vision of equal rights for all human beings via international cooperation, and, and they have to ask themselves, is this even possible? And trust me, I do as well, especially since we live on a planet that exists in a in a plateau of situational ethics. And we live in a world where there is no absolute truth or absolute right and wrong. So how can there be social justice since we live in this kind of a world? So this leads and it drives me to another source. To see if social justice is possible. It, it drives me to the word of God. Both the Hebrew scriptures. And the New Testament. And I find these instructions. And I want to read these to you. Micah who was a minor prophet. Living in a, a very corrupt world. A very corrupt time. Micah in, in Micah 6.8 writes. He and that's being God. He has showed you O oh man. What is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? Isaiah, who, by the way, Isaiah was living in a very corrupt time. It was a very rich time, but a very corrupt time. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless or, or give charity to the fatherless and plead for the widow. Those are good ideas, aren't they? James in the New Testament, James, who was the brother of Jesus, by the way, or stepbrother or half brother. Pure religion, pure, holy religion and undefiled before God and the father is this. To visit the fatherless. And widows in their affliction. Sounds a lot like Isaiah, doesn't it? To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Wow. James sounds just like Isaiah. And then John, who was probably what we could perhaps say Jesus' closest disciple, in John in 1 John three, seventeen and eighteen, writes. But whoever has the world's goods, so the rich guys, and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us not love with word or with tongue. Don't just talk about it, but in deed and in truth. Don't just say it, do it. Now you can and should say, how are these commands from Scripture, from the Bible, any more possible to achieve than the UN definition? And you're right. And you can and should say that Christians and churches and synagogues are some of the worst offenders of these verses because you would be right. However, I would argue that Biblical social justice, those commands from Micah and Isaiah and I, James and First John, give us not only a how, but a who on how to achieve real social justice, real social change in this world. The world's definition provides a general concept. The world, Word of God, Scripture, the Bible gives us specific things to do. The world's view does not give us a goal. The Bible gives us a goal, but it also gives us who's going to evaluate us on whether we meet that goal. Because if you read back in those verses, it says that God's judging us. God's our evaluator. The world does not require us to love. The people that were helping but God and scripture does and that's key because love is the key to all relationships and love is the key to changing the world and that is why it is so wonderful that Jesus came into the world as the greatest love example of all. Because if you think about it, Jesus is the greatest example of social justice we have. Because if you look at John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is love. Because when everything is going rotten in our world, Jesus came to change it. And we would like to share this greatest act of biblical social justice with you if you would allow us and are interested. This is why we have established the website Explore Messiah at www.exploremessiah.com For those who are searching but are as of yet not a part of this search or haven't found the answers yet. And we have a social media group called Cafe Kahila and we would love for you to check it out. Consider the questions we've posted on the website and consider the questions that we're asking here as well. Well, we've reached the end of another episode of Explore Messiah with Sadaka Ministries. If you would like to ask a question that we might feature on a future episode, email us at info at zadokaministries.org I-N-F-O at T-Z-E-D-A-K-A-H And please know that this will be the one place where you can always ask the tough questions about God, Messiah, and the spiritual issues of life. For while we might not always know the answer, we will always explore it together until we discover the truth. Shalom.